Section two of Elia and the Last Essays of Elia. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Elia and the Last Essays of Elia by Charles Lamb. Oxford in the Vacation. Casting a preparatory glance at the bottom of this article, as the wary connoisseur imprints with cursory eye, which while it reads seems as though it read not, never fails to consult the quis sculpsit in the corner, before he pronounces some rare piece to be a viveres or a woollet, methinks I hear you exclaim, Reader, who is Elia? Because in my last I tried to divert thee with some half-forgotten humours of some old clerks defunct in an old house of business long since gone to decay doubtless you have already set me down in your mind as as one of the same self-college a votary of the desk a notched and cropped scrivener one that sucks his sustenance as certain sick people are said to do through a quill well i do agonize something of the sort i confess that it is my humour my fancy in the forepart of the day when the mind of your man of letters requires some relaxation and none better than as at first sight seems most abhorrent from his beloved studies to while away some good hours of my time in the contemplation of indigos cottons raw silks piece goods flowered or otherwise in the first place text indecipherable and then it sends you home with such increased appetite to your books text indecipherable not to say that your outside sheets and waste wrappers of fool's cap do receive into them most kindly and naturally the impression of sonnets epigrams essays so that the very pairings of a counting-house are in some sort the settings up of an author the enfranchised quill that has plotted all the morning among the cart-rucks of figures and ciphers frisks and curvettes so at its ease over the flowery carpet-ground of midnight dissertation it feels its promotion text indecipherable so that you see upon the whole the literary dignity of elia is very little if at all compromised in the condescension not that in my anxious detail of the many commodities incidental to the life of a public office i would be thought blind to certain flaws which a cunning carper might be able to pick in this joseph's vest and here i must have leave in the fullness of my soul to regret the abolition and doing away with altogether of those consolatory interstices and sprinklings of freedom through the four seasons the red-letter days now become to all intents and purposes dead-letter days there was paul and stephen and barnabas andrew and john men famous in olden times we were used to keep all their days holy as long back as i was at school at christ i remember their effigies by the same token in the old basket prayer-book there hung peter in his uneasy posture holy bartholomew in the troublesome act of flaying after the famous marseilles of spagnolette i honoured them all and could have almost wept the defalcation of iscariot so much did we love to keep holy memory sacred only methought i a little grudged at the coalition of the better jude with simon clubbing as it were their sanctities together to make up one poor gaudy day between them as an economy unworthy of the dispensation these were bright visitations in a scholar's and a clerk's life far off their coming shrone 
i was as good as an almanac in those days i could have told you such a saint's day falls out next week or the week after peradventure the epiphany by some periodical infelicity would once in six years merge in a sabbath now i am little better than one of the profane let me not be thought to arraign the wisdom of my civil superiors who have judged the further observation of these holy tides to be papistical superstitious only in a custom of such long-standing methinks if their holinesses the bishops had in decency been first sounded but i am wading out of my depths i am not the man to decide the limits of civil and ecclesiastical authority i am plain elia no selden no archbishop usher though at present in the thick of their books here in the heart of learning under the shadow of the mighty bodley i can here play the gentleman and act the student to such a one as myself who has been defrauded in his young years of the sweet food of academic institution nowhere is so pleasant to while away a few idle weeks at as one or other of the universities their vacation too at this time of the year falls in so pat with ours here i can take my walks unmolested and fancy myself of what degree or standing i please i seem admitted ad eundem i fetch up past opportunities i can rise at the chapel bell and dream that it rings for me in moods of humility i can be a sizar or a servitor when the peacock vane rises i strut a gentleman commoner in graver moments i proceed master of arts indeed i do not think i am much unlike that respectable character i have seen your dim-eyed vergers and bedmakers in spectacles drop a bow or curtsy as i pass wisely mistaking me for something of the sort i go about in black which favours the notion only in christchurch reverend quadrangle i can be content to pass for nothing short of a seraphic doctor the walks at these times are so much one's own the tall trees of christ the groves of madeline the halls deserted when open doors inviting one to slip in unperceived and to pay a devoir to some founder or noble or royal benefactress that should have been ours whose portrait seems to smile upon their overlooked beadsmen and to adopt me for their own then to take a peep in by the way of the butteries and sculleries redolent of antique hospitality the immense caves of kitchens kitchen fireplaces cordial recesses ovens whose first pies were baked four centuries ago and spits which have cooked for chaucer not the meanest minister among the dishes but is hallowed to me through his imagination and the cook goes forth emancipable antiquity thou wondrous charm what art thou that being nothing art everything when thou wert thou wert not antiquity then thou wert nothing but hast a remoter antiquity as thou callest it to look back to with blind veneration thou thyself being to thyself flat jejune modern what mystery lurks in this retroversion or what half genesis are we that cannot look forward with the same idolatry with which we for ever revert the mighty future is as nothing being everything the past is everything being nothing what were thy dark ages surely the sun rose as brightly then as now and man got him to his work in the morning why is it that we can never hear mention of them without an accompanying feeling as though a palpable obscure had dimmed the face of things and that our ancestors wandered to and fro groping above all thy rarities old oxenford what do most aride and solace me are thy repositories of mouldering learning 
thy shelves what a place to be in is an old library it seems as though all the souls of all the writers that have bequeathed their labours to these bodleians were reposing here as in some dormitory or middle state i do not want to handle to profane the leaves their winding sheets i could as soon dislodge a shade i seem to inhale learning walking amid their foliage and the odour of their old moth-scented coverings is fragrant as the first bloom of those sciential apples which grew amid the happy orchard still less have i curiosity to disturb the elder repose of manuscripts those varii lesiones so tempting to the more erudite palates do but disturb and unsettle my faith i am no herculean raker the credit of the three witnesses might have slept unimpeached for me i leave these curiosities to porson and to g d whom by the way i found busy as a moth over some rotten archive rummaged out of some seldom explored press in a nook at oriel with long pouring he has grown almost into a book he stood as passive as one by the side of the old shelves i longed to new-coat him in russia and assign him his place he might have mustered for a tall scapula d is assiduous in his visits to these seats of learning no inconsiderable portion of his moderate fortune i apprehend is consumed in journeys between them and clifford's inn where like a dove on the ass nest he has long taken up his unconscious abode amid an incruous assembly of attorneys attorneys clerks apparitors promoters vermin of the law among whom he sits in calm and sinless peace the fangs of the law pierce him not the winds of litigation blow over his humble chambers the hard sheriff's officer moves his hat as he passes legal nor illegal discourtesy touches him none thinks of offering violence or injustice to him he would as soon strike an abstract idea d has been engaged he tells me through a course of laborious years in an investigation in all curious matter connected with the two universities and has lately lit upon a manuscript collection of charters relative to c by which he hopes to settle some disputed points particularly the long controversy between them as to priority of foundation the ardour with which he engages in these liberal pursuits i am afraid has not met with all the encouragement it deserved either here or at sea your caputs and heads of colleges care less than anybody else about these questions contented to suck the milky fountains of their alma maters without inquiring into the venerable gentlewoman's years they rather hold such curiosities to be impertinent unreverend they have their good glee plans in manu and care not much to rake into the title deeds i gather at least so much from other sources for d is not a man to complain d started like an unbroke heifer when i interrupted him a priori it was not very probable that we should have met in oriel but d would have done the same had i accosted him on the sudden in his own walks in clifford's inn or in the temple in addition to a provoking short-sightedness the effect of late studies and watchings at the midnight oil d is the most absent of men he made a call the other morning at our friend m s in bedford square and finding nobody at home was ushered into the hall where asking for pen and ink with great exactitude of purpose he enters me his name in the book which ordinarily lies about in such places to record the failures of the untimely or unfortunate visitor and takes his leave with many ceremonies and professions of regret 
some two or three hours later his walking destinies returned him into the same neighbourhood again and, and again the quiet image of the fireside circle at m's mrs m presiding at it like a queen lar with pretty a s at her side striking irresistibly on his fancy he makes another call forgetting that they were certainly not to return from the country before that day week and disappointed a second time inquires for pen and paper as before again the book is brought and in the line just above that in which he is about to print his second name his rescript his first name scarce dry looks out upon him like another socia or as if a man should suddenly encounter his own duplicate the effect may be conceived d made many a good resolution against such lapses in future i hope he will not keep them too rigorously for with g d to be absent from the body is sometimes not to speak it profanely to be present with the lord at the very time when personally encountering thee he passes on with no recognition or being stopped starts like a thing surprised at that moment reader he is on mount tabor or parnassus or co-sphered with plato or with harrington framing immortal commonwealths devising some plan of amelioration to thy country or thy species per adventure meditating some individual kindness or courtesy to be done to thee thyself the returning consciousness of what made him to start so guiltily at thy obtruded personal presence d is delightful anywhere but he is at the best in such places as these he cares not much for bath he is out of his element at buxton at scarborough or harrogate the cam and the isis are to him better than all the waters of damascus on the muses hill he is happy and good as one of the shepherds on the delectable mountains and when he goes about with you to show you the halls and colleges you think you have with you the interpreter at the house beautiful End of section two.